Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. And we are back uh, with Beach and Company. Okay, we got several questions. Uh, the uh, the governor says that if you're visiting a southern st- state that has a, a, a jump start in the virus, when you come back to New York, you, that you have to uh, quarantine yourself for two weeks. Now, I don't know how they're going to uh, enforce this. I, I guess maybe it's an advisory. It'd be nice to do. Maybe you should do it. <clears throat> but I don't know if, if you have to do it, how they would, uh, how they would enforce it. Uh, secondly, it's called white flight. It's not, that doesn't mean that everybody that's white does it. It just means that that's the term that uh, used. Uh, I think it was Don Esmond had an article when Buffalo was not doing well. We weren't going anywhere in particular, certainly not at a rapid uh, rate. <clears throat> he said part of the roblo- uh, uh, problem was uh, white flight that a lot of the people that were in the city left the city for the suburbs. My thought was you have more room, it's better education, that kind of stuff. His thought was that um, it's racist. Well, I never believed that. Uh, but I believe that if you, want, if you want to point out white flight, look, look now to Seattle. Because that's what they're saying is happening uh, with people wanting to sell their houses and some businesses, same thing. I, I saw some uh, different people being interviewed over the weekend. Want to know if you think that that's, uh, that's something you might do if you live there. And the, uh, the third thing uh, is, uh, let's see, I think, no, oh, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, Black Lives Matter, the group. We're familiar with the group. I think they've been hijacked by other people, maybe Marxists, maybe anarchists. I don't know. But they said that the two of the founders that uh, he played the sound back said that they are, they are trained Marxists. Uh, one of them for Groucho, one of them for uh, Apple. Uh, Har- Harpo. <laughs> I'm a trained Marxist, too. Groucho was my favorite. Chico's mine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boss, what are you going to do? Now, a voice from the past, a friend of the show who we haven't heard from in a while. His name is a lot. No, it's not a lot. It's not like many. His name is Lot. It's Clarence Lot, ladies and gentlemen, from Virginia Beach, line one. Clarence, good to hear from you again, my friend. Line one, boy, I must be special. How are you, Sandy? You are special. We miss you when you used to call on a regular basis with our friend Ken Hamilton. Yes. How is Ken, by the way? Ken is fine. He's looking he's looking better than ever, which isn't saying much. He's causing uh, trouble, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how we learned about you. He introduced us to you. Right, right, right. 
all good. It's all good here. I'm planning on coming home uh, for the 4th of July weekend, and I just wanted to know if I needed to quarantine or not. Well, that's if you're com- uh, coming from Virginia Beach. I don't know if Virginia Beach is on that list or not. We can find out. Uh, but if so, you're supposed to quarantine for two weeks. That's kind of tough when you're uh, visiting, isn't it? It is very, very. It, uh, you know, visits are not as frequent as they used to be, but uh, you got to get in. Gotta get well, in. your friend, the mayor, is doing pretty well, I think, uh, in the uh, last round of uh, problems we have. Like all the states are having problems now, but I. I think uh, Byron Brown is doing a pretty good job. Well, that's saying something. You know, guess- yeah, it is saying something for me, sure. Well, good. What's on your mind, Clarence? Well, I'm just curious about, you know, what, what the temperature is up there, not not Fahrenheit or, or circuit, but, uh, you know, how things are holding up up there. How are we holding things together? Well, first of all, we had some demonstrations at the beginning of this whole cycle the, we're all broadcasting from home, so things kind of get compressed and whatever. And we did have some problems there. And then we got the thing where the activist stood in front of a police line and got a gentle nudge and fell over backwards, and it became a national story. And since uh, and since then, I, I, I think it's a lot cooler than most of the hot spots in the country. It's not totally cold, uh, but uh, we, we've gotten through it so far. Well, good, good. One of the things I find interesting about the whole thing, and we're talking Black Lives Matter, there's a large white population involved in in, in the cause as well, which I think is interesting. A few years back, when uh, Black Lives Matter first came on the scene, they kind of got attached to a negative, uh, just a negative view of the group. And all of a sudden now, they're seeing a lot more positive. Not totally. Was that about, uh, Clarence, was that about the time Ferguson was here, or did that group exist before Ferguson, do you know? One of the, one of the shootings, and, uh, yeah, they kind of grew up out of nowhere. Uh, not exactly sure what their position is uh, or how they stand on certain things. I don't think they're fans of the president. But uh, <laughs> it's just just in a, in a way to speak out on some of the abuses, you know, from uh, from the boys in blue. Uh, well, now it seems that that's why I made one of my questions, because it seems not everything has to can be traced back to an issue regarding minorities who happen to be black. It's about more tied into the country as a whole. And as we uh, originated and as we've developed uh, and things come out of the blue, it looks like they're trying to throw as many targets in the air as possible, so many that you can barely address them one at a time. Well, and it's true. But some of them are sticking, though. I heard you talk about the Aunt Jemima piece a little earlier. Yeah. But we're seeing a lot of things and a lot of people saying, well, you know, I kind of identify with this. Maybe we can assist somehow. Uh, yeah, I, I like it. I mean, I, I, yeah, what a place to take a stand on Aunt Jemima. But I never, I never even had a racial thought about Aunt Jemima. All I knew is that as a kid, if I saw it there, I was going to get some good pancakes. That's all I knew. I didn't know anything else. Uh, and so those kind of symbols are there. Uh, you know, a company puts a symbol on their product to draw you to it, not to repel you from it. So it'll tell you that most people thought of it the way I did, or it wouldn't have been around a hundred years. Well, agreed, and I think that's where it came from. That's where it grew out of, you know, from back in the day. So sure. To have their product identify 
uh, with you know, home cooking, you know, who did the cooking back then kind of thing, and it kind of stuck. And look at look at uh, uh, look at uh, the characters in Gone with the Wind. Mammy was the smartest one in the whole movie. She really controlled Scarlett O'Hara. She gave all the good advice to Scarlett O'Hara, who was a boob for most of the movie. And so, why would you take why would you take out a character that really showed that she had it all together and everybody else was screwed up? Well, I think another movie that I liked, too, was The Help. I don't know if you ever saw that. I love The Help. I thought it was very well done. It really showed who ran the household, you know. Yeah. We cooked the meals, but raised the kids, uh, so on and so forth. So so there's a lot to come out of those things, and we don't really look. We look at them for the value of a movie for the most part. You know what it's like, too, it reminds me of, is that we have great admiration for nurses and doctors. Uh, but nurses do a lot of the work that you think doctors do, so they're all to be uh, to be uh, applauded. But they should get a bigger round of applause than most of the time, simply because they assume a lot of the responsibility. Right, right, yeah. But you say doctor, you know, you're up on it. You're up. Yeah, that's a different oh. plateau. Right, sure. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's an interesting time. I find it all interesting. I think we all have to take a step back. You know, a lot of these things kind of run their course over time. There probably will be some changes. Uh, I'm still remembering every time I get on a plane, i got to take off my shoes. Uh, that's become a new norm. And there will be some norms that will come out of this episode, too, as far as the pandemic, which I know is gone because the president said it would be gone. So I know that's not around anymore. <laughs> we love you, Clarence. <laughs> we, let, we let you take those little sharp jabs right in the middle of our conversation. <laughs> And look at it like this. When you get old enough, like me, they won't make you take your shoes off. Probably because they figure you can't get them back on. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> hey, I just wanted to say hey to everybody. Uh, hope all is well. And maybe I'll bump into you somewhere uh, next weekend. That would be nice. Uh, always good to talk to you, my friend. Uh, have a nice uh, journey back to Buffalo. I look forward to it. Thank you. Okay. Sure. Yeah, bye-bye. Thank you. Clarence Lott. Yeah, we met him. Through Ken Hamilton. And he and Ken uh, are friends, uh, but uh, don't agree on everything politically. And uh, we, we like both of them. And then Clarence moved. He was, uh, Tony, was he, uh, how tight was he with the mayor? Because he had several positions in, in, uh, in city government. Yeah, I'm not sure about um, how the relationship works. He knows but the I know. Mayor yeah, he knows them and he's done yeah. work within, uh, yeah, within the city. He's worked with them. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we love to have him in because he was a good guest. He would ask good questions, and he's the kind of guy you can't get angry with. you got to like him. And so um, I, I, uh, I wish we could have him on the air Sunday. If we ever get out of the house, it would be a nice thing to do. We'll take a break and be back with more on News Radio 930 WBN. Tony, you're probably wondering why I'm sounding goofy. Yes, I am, Sandy. I uh, usually around this time I ask Bernadette, the superb chef that she is, uh, what are we having for for lunch? She said, "Well, we're having ravioli," and I gave her a big smile. And then she says, "And we're having pepperoni balls." Another big smile, huh? And if she had left it there, it would have been great. But then she says, and looked at me sternly, just like Mammy would look at Scarlett. <laughs> and looked at me and said, and you're having a salad. 
<laughs> somehow I couldn't contain my glee. It showed up on my face. <laughs> and I have to have a salad. So just in case uh, I have the dreaded salad pox or whatever you get from eating too much salad. Guess who had salad Saturday night for dinner? Who had? You had salad? Me. You had a salad for Yeah, dinner? that green stuff. That, I didn't know what it was. I thought the lawn people had showed up. And some of it ended up in the pantry. Yeah, I'm having a green salad. She makes a good salad. I mean, it's got tomatoes in it and cucumbers and things like that. It's a good salad. Uh, like L- Lorraine Bennis, Elaine Bennis, I don't want the big salad. I want the economical salad. Give me the extra helping of lasagna or, or anything else, but just give me the smaller salad. Because other people might want a salad. I want to make sure we don't run out. There you There's go. There's nobody here to eat anymore, but just thought I'd use that as an excuse. My salad had strawberries in it. Oh, Ooh, man. strawberries. Yes. You know what's uh, probably out there now? It's the end of June. It might be a little late. I don't know. Strawberry soup. Yes, I want to try that. And uh, the place that I discovered it for myself, anyway, is for the R&M, uh, uh, let's see, no, no, the DNR. I always get the DNR and the R&M mixed up. The DNR restaurant uh, in um, in Genesee County. It's on Route 19. It's uh, they got the best strawberry soup. It's like God reached into a strawberry bush and squeezed the the, squa- the strawberries into a bowl, and that is soup. And it is so good. I cannot tell you. The first time we found it. We, we saw it on the menu and ordered it as an appetizer. And it was so good that we also ordered it for a dessert. <laughs> so we had it twice. And every, every time we're there now, we always ask. And it's only there for a couple of weeks because the strawberries have to be really at the, a certain uh, position of ripeness. Uh, and the bottom line is it's the best. It is the best. All right, let's see where we're going. We're going to line two. And John from Jamestown. It's Jamestown John. You're on WBEN. Morning, Sandy. How are you today? I'm doing fine, John. Thanks for calling. What do you have today? Oh, I just listen to Cuomo and his smug. I mean, always being smug with his comments and, you know, looking down on everybody. I just wondered if he'd watched any of the, you know, news as it was really going on when the rioting and stuff was happening. Because I can remember watching at least two different reports where a couple of the rioters that they actually got pulled aside and interviewed mentioned specifically Houston, Texas, that they had been bussed up to Minneapolis to do the riots and protests out of Houston, Texas. So I wonder how he would feel about that, you know, with his little you know rules about not being out visiting people. I mean, you can't go visit somebody, but somebody can go protest and walk around, and they're treated like they did nothing wrong. That's a good point, and you you got to know that a lot of the other states probably hate us simply because of his rhetoric. Uh, I know that I saw the lieutenant governor of Texas, can't think of his name, uh, saying, and uh, Mr. Cuomo's out there bragging, he said, by the way, the actual percentage of death he said it's 20 times higher in New York State than it is in Texas uh, because Texas felt slighted, uh, not, not slighted, but angry because he was, he was uh, putting his finger in there. 
They don't like that in Texas. They really don't like it in Texas. Oh, man, like so, I, yeah, he's not going to win any any public service awards for uh, for being smooth. Let's put it that way. No, no, he definitely isn't. All right, thank you very much. Yeah, come down to come down to riot. Actually, come up to riot from Houston. Get on the bus. Give you a ticket and a box lunch and a Molotov cocktail. Just don't drink uh, what's in the bottle. That's gasoline, and get the rag out of it before you. Anyway, let's uh, let's see. Let's go to Mike on Grand Island, which is on line three. Mike, you're on WBen. Hi, Sandy. Hello there, Mike. What's on your mind? Well, <clears throat> let's uh, let's let's start with your your first part with the uh, coming uh, coming in and. Uh, Quarantine, yeah. If you're coming in from one of the states that has a spike, he wants you to quarantine for two weeks uh, at your home. Well, if the, if you're gonna if you're going to say that, how do you keep it in check? If they come on an airplane, it's easy. You say, oh yeah, all these people that came out of because they know where you came from. Yeah, they're gonna just herd you into a general population kind of facility, like maybe. On Forest Avenue, you know the the crazy house. And oh, so yeah, you think they could take you right off the plane and and bring you to a hotel or something and not let you out for two weeks? Yeah, because they t- they told you you knew you had a quarantine, so we're just helping you. Um, so that's one way. <laughs> okay, that seems a bit draconian, but okay. Well, well gee, what's been going on for the last? <laughs> I, I, I take it you're not a huge fan of the restrictions uh, on this uh, virus. Yeah. Um, and the, the second question I'll answer after I answer the third. All right. Uh, let's see. Well, we got a white flight and we got a Black Lives Matter being hijacked by uh, uh, anarchists. I don't think it was ever hijacked. I think it was initially, and I think, I think it's... Uh, proposed and planned by somebody who's obviously funding it, who we don't know, supposedly. Um, but the, the main point is, like uh, Mr. Hawk Newsom, who's down in New York City, who said, you will, you know, get rid of this billion dollars or we will burn the city down, right? He was, uh, he was on television a few days ago all over the place saying that. And then I saw him this morning. He kind of downplayed it some... He uh, he said, I didn't mean it literally or figuratively. Well, you have to mean it one of those two ways. It certainly sounds like he was talking literal. Figurative, I don't know how you burn a place down figuratively. Well, and, and then and, and during this, when it was just forming, he said, and don't worry, got plenty of uh, automatic weapons or something. Now, to me... Almost got to send the police down there. I mean, that's illegal. I'm sure. I'm sure he doesn't have receipts for any of those. And yeah, the- I, and I'm sure that uh, it's uh, just the threats are illegal. Can I put you on hold? Is that all right? Yeah, that's fine, sir. Okay, put him on hold, uh, and we'll be back with more on News Radio 930 W. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. B-E-N. And we are back with Beach and Comedy. Let's go back to uh, Mike on line three. Thanks for holding, Mike. Uh, you're on WBEN. Yes, sir. Um, so, uh, you know, you look at you look at the level of responsibility the people you put in office, the taxes you pay, are taking to protect you. Right. Zip. Okay. So let's get back to the white flight. So now. I, I would guess, not just white, anybody who would live in that city that has an opportunity to flee it, whether it be Minnesota, Seattle, you know, New York, or what, would leave. Oh, I would think so. Uh, basically, you, you want your home is your castle, whether you're renting, leasing, you own, it doesn't matter, uh, and you don't want anybody invading or even threatening that. And even if you're armed and trained and willing to defend your own house, you can't do it 24 hours a day. Uh, so yeah, if they're not if they're not doing their part of the bargain, I would be surprised if you stayed. And again, yeah, why would why would I continue to pay taxes to you when you're not providing the services that required? And and that goes into the same thing you were talking about also about then how the schools and the and the the work environment. And the uh, social environment, it, it's going to go downhill. So, Oh, yeah. Who's going to, I mean, what real estate person is going to talk you into a, buying a house that was formerly used uh, as a uh, holdout for Black Lives Matter, like w- what we're looking at now? Nobody would. Doesn't make any sense. And, you know, a lot of people, their only savings is the equity they build up in where they live. That's it. They don't have much of anything else. Well, this is just going to undercut that by a lot. If you were expecting to have X amount of equity in your home or you, you would be paid off by the time you retired, uh, that, can, uh, that can injure or cripple most of your savings plans. Yes, sir. All right. I think All right. Hey, I'm glad you called. Uh, call again. Thank you very much. Yeah, if you were saving, uh, Tony, like you are, you know, you got you got a nice house and you're saving and you're buy, you're paying your uh, your monthly payments right and when it's done that's your equity that's your piece of the pie is right there you can stay in it and only have to pay the taxes in New York that's not cheap but it's it's better than um, having to pay the bank every month you do that you can sell it you can sell it and move someplace else uh, but that's your nest egg. But suddenly, if uh, Niagara Falls said we we don't uh, we don't need no stinking police force, and they pulled out, your house would be worth bupkis. That's right. Because m- most people would leave. That's absolutely right. Uh, what do they say? Like, look at car insurance, Sandy. If you live, if I'm not mistaken, if you live in the city, you pay a higher, uh, pay more insurance than you do if you live in the suburbs. Correct. 
Yeah. So the same thing would the same principle apply to a house. If you feel that your house is safer in the suburbs, it's going to maintain its value. If you're living in the city and it's perceived as not safer, it loses value. Yeah, I can never figure out how they figure out uh, how to charge for each vehicle. I've had vehicles that cost more than other vehicles, and their insurance is less. I, 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 I just don't know how to figure and I don't want to learn because <laughs> I'm beyond it. I, it might in, in influence me in a decision, which I don't want to have to do. Just write the uh, check, pay the bill, and drive the car. Exactly. You get to drive it another month. That's good. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Beamer, Mr. Buzzy Beamer, Mr. Beamer. Would you please give us a Facebook? Well, uh, first, I want to let you know, uh, Governor Cuomo is giving a press conference. Remember, he was ending these, but somehow has ended up on our TV every morning. He keeps doing them because he got good reviews on the first ones, but he's staying beyond the original joke. He should get off the stage. Well, uh, you'll be fine. Now, I know this is going to be shocking. I like to give you guys things that are going to shock you. Um, he spent the first 20 minutes of the press conference uh, attacking the president. Can you believe it? No. Yeah. Why would he just change his mind like that? <laughs> <laughs> he claims that, that this is the only state that's gotten it right and that the federal, res- the federal response has been wrong from day one. Yeah, because the senior house uh, decisions, his seniors really made a good choice. Mm-hmm. How many did he kill? Pardon me? No, I got two people talking at the same time. Bernie's writing me a note while you're talking. Go ahead. All right. Uh, so we'll go to Facebook, and we'll talk first about the two-week self-quarantine, which is a result of an action by Governor Cuomo. And Anne says, so if you go on vacation for a week, your employer will be okay with an extra two weeks off and not have income for those two weeks? I don't think that's going to work for a lot of people who have already been stuck inside for four months. Well, that's uh, that's true. I, I'll, I'll go along with that. Yeah, most people get between two and four weeks of vacation accrued each month, uh, each year, and that's that. And if you use two of it for this, uh, you're going to be a little tight. And chances are, if you were somewhere, is why you have to start the clock on those two weeks. I understand. Oh, answer a couple of things that I see on my own screen. That's what I was doing while I was talking to you. Is uh, the strawberry soup, where is it? This is important stuff. Never mind that quarantine stuff. It's it's in Leroy, or Leroy, Route 19 in Genesee County. Okay, it's a converted train station, and it's called the D&R Depot. D and a D for delicious and R for really good. Uh, D&R. Uh, train station Route 19 in uh, Leroy in Genesee County. Okay, good. All right, let's see. Uh, how about another one, Mr. B? This one I'll listen to the answer all the way through. Well, that sounds good. James says, Sandy, with cashless tolling in New York State, they have your license plate number and Easy Pass tag. Believe me, New York State is always watching, and they know when you leave. That's right. They do have the cashless towing. I, we saw them putting up those big things. A few uh, few weeks ago, maybe a couple of months ago, time is all compressed now. Oh yeah, if you do that, they first of all, if you use Easy Pass, they know exactly where the car went. They assume you went with it, and they have the cashless things going on there. And I guess if they wanted to investigate it, they could probably find out that you were at a place where you had to uh, quarantine and you didn't do it. 
I, I can't imagine the, uh, uh, that uh, uh, holding a $10,000 um, uh, fine. Is that, was that a real number that you gave that time, 10000 yes. bucks. Yeah, $10,000 fine. Wow, okay. We'll have to start a GoFundMe page. <laughs> We'll take a break and be back with more on News Radio 930 WBN. Let us go to line one. This is Walt in Wheatfield. Walt, you're on WBEN. Kenny, good morning. I'm Hello there, Walt. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Uh, what's, for, uh, what, what's for us today? I wanted a, you had a gentleman on there. I think it was the one before me. Uh, Hello, did we lose Walt? I don't hear anything. Walt just disappeared. I assume he'll be back. We didn't touch anything. Nope, I didn't. Nope. Pu- I didn't push any buttons. No. Nope. We just. Hopefully, he'll call back. Yeah, Walt. If you want, like to call back, we'll put you at the head of the line. Meanwhile, Buzzy Beamer, how about a couple of Facebooks for us, please? Yeah, let's keep talking about the uh, two-week quarantine, as that is the most popular on the Facebook page right now. And we'll go to Sandra, who says, for quarantine, but testing comes first at the beginning and end of quarantine with the surplus of testing. We should be testing those who are going into quarantine and also testing them once they are done. Well, that's certainly not a bad idea. I don't know what their plans are for testing people who have been to Texas or Florida or one of the southern states that's peak, but certainly testing uh, t- testing can't hurt you. We can learn from testing. Another, please. Yeah, Jeffrey says, my 15-year-old returns from Florida Wednesday. It's going to be a long two weeks. Oh, yeah. Let's see. In Florida, <laughs> now the kid is home and he's in the house. And he has to be in the house. He can't go out. He'd like to go out with his friends and do something, but you're going to be his best friend for two weeks. Uh, Walt is back. Let's uh, give it a shot. Walt and Wheatfield, you're on WBEN. I'm sorry about that. That's all right, Walt. We're glad you're back. Old. (laughs) Yeah, what do you have for us today? The gentleman was wondering who's funding the, um, the movement that's causing all of the distress in the country. And uh, it's a Marxist uh, uh, backing, and it's being funded by uh, George Soros. Well, Soros's name certainly has been all over the Internet. Uh, I, I don't know how you track him down. I doubt if he pays in cash, if it is him. Well, so I'd like, I'd like to see an investigation to find out where the money comes from. It would be very interesting. I think that's what they're trying to do, and uh, I don't know how they do it. I'm, I'm in your court. So- yeah, you know, there's an, an ad. Bernie uh, pulled it up for me a few days ago trying to recruit protesters. Yeah. Now, uh, they don't say specifically where you'd go or what you'd do, but the insinuation is if you don't like America, we have a job for you, and it's in there. You know what amazes me? is uh, these online places always, you know, they're so hup- uppity about their, uh, uh, they're not allowing hate speech and whatever. You go on there, it's loaded with stuff like that. I know. Uh, how, would you, how would you want professional protesters are all right, but how do you separate them from anarchists? Yep. Well, you know, uh, that too, uh, I kind of taped the uh, um, Cuomo when he was on uh, TV yesterday, and I'll tell you, this guy continues to lie every place he goes. I, I just can't understand it. This guy is, 
I think he's really auditioning to become president. Well, he got good reviews when he started these uh, daily press conferences, uh, and I even gave him a good review. What he was doing was fine. Then it went to his head, yep. and uh, and he got some national reviews, and he's thinking, all this time I thought I was dead in the water to run for president. Now, look, they're putting up a moron yes. for president. Maybe I got a chance. You got it. Yeah. And some of those um, – daily presentations that he was making was finding their way out west to make himself visible to the voters out there. Yeah, if, if you didn't know, you know what's funny is we have 50 states and he's the only governor that was on television every single day on a national feed. You got this, it. Was, this was mana from heaven for him. You got it. Well, I'm glad we're down to 50. We had 57 about eight years ago. Yeah, you know, uh, this and, and the number of uh, flavors of steak sauce, too. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> okay, thank you, Walt. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Yeah, Sandy, don't forget all that time that the media was in love with Cuomo, Florida was doing a much better job and was being completely ignored. Now Florida's getting all the blame and uh, Cuomo's back to being praised uh, for doing such a great job people are saying oh the new york must have done it right no new york didn't do it right Cuomo's a weasel he is a now, weasel when he was doing a good job i said it so it's not like once i've made up my mind i'll never change it it was fine but not now when it was not apparent now. that he was uh trying to angle his way for the federal government to close new york state's budget gap that's when people started to uh, say oh, okay he's full of it we always known it here it is you know when I knew he was trying to be president? When he talked about his mother's meatballs. Because <laughs> his mother's meatballs had nothing to do with the virus, hopefully. And once you got into that, now he's getting homey. You know, Mom, and he's on his brother's show. Talked about how he protected his, his little brother and all this stuff. And uh, he, he switched. He converted from fact, a fact man uh, to running for something man. Uh, do you have time for one more? Sure we do. Why don't we have it? Well, you know, I'd like to say, you look at People Magazine. They did this very puff piece on Governor Cuomo. Can you remember the time a magazine like People did a puff piece on any Republican politician? politician? No. No, they don't. Or Rush Limbaugh. Anything like that. But then we always get laughed at when we talk about a liberal bias to media and to entertainment. But it's so apparent. Well, it's so. It, it, this has been going on for nearly four years, uh, for the uh, the run up to the election and the actual election, uh, right to now. Okay, I can say if we round off four years of every single day trying to hit the president with every column, with every interview, uh, it's hard. You'd be hard pressed to to find places that aren't. Fox is a a refuge, and Fox goes out of their way to be equal, so much so that it seems strange when you're turning on to something else, which I, I can't last more than five minutes usually. Uh, so he's been through hell. Somebody uh, texted, is he looking tired? Uh, he's never looked tired up to now, but uh, Bernie noticed that when he was coming uh, home at like two in the morning for some event, got off of the uh, plane, and he, and he looked tired. He well, does look tired. Who wouldn't be tired with the schedule he has? But let's hope he doesn't give it up. Let's hope he's got the spirit to get in there and fight uh, because we need him. Can you imagine 
no cops and no uh, no Trump? I don't want to think about that. It's tough enough to find a place to run in this country to get away from um, uh, Cuomo. <laughs> to get away from him, you got to go overseas, and there aren't many places you could go. Yeah, and having a president that thinks there's been 120 million deaths from COVID-19. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad that Biden doesn't handle the books. Yeah. You seem to overcharge here a little bit. Um, okay, that about wraps it up uh, for today. And uh, you guys all set for a beautiful day? What, 83 today, 82 tomorrow, 83 on Wednesday. It's been awesome out. I love this, it. This is great. Okay. Checking in, uh, checking in tomorrow morning on News Radio 930 WBEN. I don't know what we'll be talking about, but what I do know is this. If it's happening, we'll be talking about it. We've got to keep keep up on this stuff. You There's certainly it... no shortage of things to talk about in the news, whether you're talking about uh, President Trump, whether we're talking about Antifa, whether we're talking about coronavirus. And, I was thinking you know, about Wegmans or Tops. Which do you like? I've oh, been waiting for that show. By the I, way, you know, shout out are... to the Wegmans manager who explained so nicely to me how, because uh, I was complaining I can't get my Jimmy Dean breakfast sandwiches, and she told me, she says, there's a 40% increase in frozen and foods and it's the manufacturers that are not able to get the stuff out to the stores and just remember there's also uh, the the big controversy out there uh condoms are ribbed or plain uh so you have to be able to answer these questions if you're going to do a talk show you got it guys (laughs) guys hello (laughs) goodbye (laughs) okay we'll see you tomorrow at nine on news radio 930 wbn The Sandy Beach WBEN studio rings out in support of those who rang the Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center victory bell today in celebration of a victory, large or small. Elvis has left the building. Oh, I wish we never had to leave the beach. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. What the hell do you know, you ignorant bastard? Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 